Namaste everyone. You are now listening to our podcast Vichar with Moon and Harshi. Hello everyone. Uh welcome to our podcast. Uh in today's episode we are joined by uh amazing ladies from Crash Landed on Drama. We have uh, Poonam, Sangeeta and Meenal joining us today. Uh of course then we you have us moon and harshi hi guys hi everyone hi everyone and thank Hello. you for having us over hi moon hi harshi <laughs> let's uh, dive into this episode and glad that you guys could join our show finally so uh, there are a lot of things in life uh, that school certainly don't teach us and uh, one of them is relationships and that is something that we want to talk about in today's episode because schools don't teach this to us we always look forward to learning about relationships from pop culture and from the movies that we watch obviously growing up in india uh, hello bollywood we've seen a lot of relationships uh, which are uh, you know portrayed as ideal but are not actually now we've realized it <laughs> since we've become mature enough and uh, also uh, in today's world of social media we see a lot of people talking about hashtag couple goals and hashtag relationship goals so we actually always think about whether these uh, couples really know about healthy bits of a relationship or you know the kind of relationship that they share is it actually healthy or not and another thing is that we don't really uh, know what is the real essence of romance uh, that these relationships they do they really have it or not just uh, to what moon was saying i would like to add this reminds me of this one dialogue from a bollywood movie called dil dhadakne do which uh, where you know uh, ranveer singh the hero once you know uh, he gets frustrated and complains yahan sab upar upar se baat karte hain andar ki baat koi karta hi nahi hai meaning uh, you know these days all our conversations are so superficial we end up ignoring the real stuff we are so much pressed about making the hashtag relationship goal story look so perfect we end up you know ignoring the the embracing and savoring the realness of such companionships that we share with our partners i believe that you know a perfect relationship does require a certain amount of effort to make it look the way it is however a healthier one makes your life easier and more blissful so uh, what we feel is since everyone has a different way to perceive what a healthy relationship is let's just uh, you know try to take a step back and try to analyze what our idea of a perfect or more like a healthy relationship means to all of us yeah so uh, ladies a question is what is your idea of a healthy relationship sangeeta let's start with you idea of a healthy relationship i think that's a one of the what is the meaning of life kind of questions right <laughs> loaded question <laughs> yes <laughs> i think everyone has their own ideas of what is healthy to you because some depends on your personality also because some for somebody who has a dominant trait might feel that okay i don't want somebody who's as dominant as me right it's not just about the person traits but i'm saying in the relationship also you don't want to be fighting all the time so that is mm. one thing but uh, as the relationship if you ask me the most important thing in indication of a healthy relationship is 
where you respect each other more than anything else as two individuals you need to respect each other for what you are irrespective of your position what you do or you know your social stature whatever it is whatever else it is your background just as two individuals do you have respect for each other or not i think that is a foundation for me okay so respect uh, what do you yes. think kaminal so adding on obviously that is the critical factor but for me and given how we are raised uh, in the asian culture right we always are expected that the women will be lesser in achievements than the guy the guy has to be the bread earner the guy has to have the dominant position you know the da- guy has to be the face of the family i think that's changing in today's world and to me what's important is that equally both the guy and the girl take pride in each other's success there is no insecurity uh, if the women is an achiever or a performer it's the guy who's actually proud about it and goes you know shouting from the rooftop and i want to see both of them do it for each other for me that's a very critical part and a very healthy aspect adding on to what sangeeta said it it just stems from the mutual respect you have for each other and also i think we are taught to put others before ourselves always your parents your husband your kids always before yourself i think most important now is we need to put ourselves as well it's not being selfish unless you realize your self worth how will you give it in a relationship so that has to come from within that realization for both individuals so these two points for me make it very important to have a healthy relationship right and that makes so much sense you know you brought up a very uh, important point there uh, meenal about how our society especially expects the girl to be lesser in the relationship but uh, yeah that's definitely changing how about you punam what is your idea about this first of all thank you for inviting us to talk about this topic because it's a special for us and we had actually earmarked it for our future episodes so uh, we are happy to do it with so many diverse opinions <laughs> love and, <laughs> and i love your Glad. introduction about i love your introduction about how Uh, we aren't actually taught about this so we have to make these mistakes in our life and you know stumble along and it takes us a while whatever we have watched as young kids as you said bollywood wasn't healthy so it took us a while to even understand what is a healthy relationship to be so adding on to what meenal and sangeeta said what they said was mutual respect uh, they talked about the pride in taking each other's achievements it goes without saying but healthy relationship is also about you know i mean we always associate caring and understanding with love obviously that's there but empathy is important i mean and you don't have to actually go through that experience to feel empathy to be very honest i really Agreed. don't have to lose a person to understand that you know how grieving might be i might not know the depth of it but i can still understanding that's why we are humans and that makes us you know makes us different so i believe empathy is important and uh, a healthy friendship uh, i know that people hate the term and please don't hate me because i'm saying this people hate the term friendship with benefits but you know what <laughs> all healthy relationship at the core are friendships with benefits in a manner of speaking a healthy friendship is core to a healthy relationship have you ever seen a good friendship where people have not respected each other they have they have not cared for each other why i i want that in my relationship so for me i think empathy and a good friendship a healthy friendship is absolutely important in friendship i lad on to punam and i and we we friends have the discussion and uh, me and my husband have the discussion when you grow old the looks will die the physical attraction is going to reduce what is going to remain is the conversations you can have 
And if you have that with your partner, that is what is going to last you a lifetime. So it just adds on to what uh, Poonam uh, has said. So I even strongly believe in that. I, I want to add one more in thing. Fact, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I just want to add one more thing. Uh, that is also related to what point Aminah made. I don't like uh, pitiful heroines. <laughs> I don't like, uh, uh, and I also don't appreciate relationships where you have relationship only with your lover. That's only if you have healthy relationship with other people around you. Your relationship with your partner would be healthy. Yes, so, uh, I mean, saving needs to be both ways. Uh, both man and woman can equally save each other. Sorry, Sarita, you can go on. I was talking about Meenal's companionship part. In fact, that's uh, before I met my partner and uh, when my parents wanted me to, uh, you know, have an arranged marriage, when they asked me what kind of, when you're looking, when you're meeting someone and when you're talking, what do you look for? So that's exactly what I told my mom and dad, you know, I want to be with someone who I can have a conversation with, a sensible conversation with at least for half an hour, one hour if I sit also, I should not be bored. I should be able to engage on uh, topics with equal uh, vigor and interest. You know, it's like, especially things which are close to your heart. Like say, I love reading and at that time I was reading so much more than I do now. So I would get bored or, you know, uh, I would not like to hang out with people who did not enjoy reading as much as I did at that point of time, because right now I've made peace with the fact that not everybody reads as much and, you know, it's, it's all right. It's not a bad thing, but at that time, that, that was my biggest pastime and there was nothing else I was doing. So I just wanted to talk to people about books, right? But so yeah, it something else for someone else, but I'm saying, if it is something you really care about, you need to have a partner who understands that and who can have a conversation with you about that. Correct. You just read out my blogging bio. It's still written on my blog, blogging site that I need to be able to speak about anything in the world. I have even written like stars. So I have listed on a range of topics there. <laughs> Actually, uh, so Poonam, like you mentioned, and I mean, I think uh, Sangeeta and Meenal also uh, spoke most of the points that I wanted to make. But uh, this fact about, you know, uh, being able to converse with your partner about anything and everything, it can be as cheesy or as uh, like, you know, totally meaningless conversations also. <laughs> like really like talking about socks colors or you know, talking about... Uh, it's just like how we are talking now, right yeah, now, yeah. right? It's, 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 it can be totally meaningful, uh, like meaningless or meaningful conversations. It can be deep, 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 or it can be very, you know, like totally on the surface. Uh, and uh, another thing that I wanted to add was trust. So uh, I think... Trusting your partner and having the trust in someone's character, again, physicality and, you know, uh, this talk about meeting someone and sparks flying, all of this is very momentary, right? So as we grow in a relationship, all of these things fade and uh, you have to be able to uh, be compatible and be understanding of someone's character and accepting of the other person. And it might be totally possible that your interests and your partner's interests might not match. They might match, they might not. But being able to be, you know, uh, have that kind of, again, empathy to, you know, understand ki haan bhai, uh, that person likes it and uh, and you totally respect that. And uh, that is where you, you know, that is like a healthy relationship. And uh, this trust fact that sometimes you don't even know about certain things, but you trust your partner and you know that, yeah, I have trust in 
his or her competence and her intellect or her character and uh, i know that i can fully take her or his decision on it so that is something also that i think uh, is important in the relationship and for making it long term another thing was that i mean that me and my partner usually you know have is that giving each other space like a lot of times you don't really you know you can't always be with the other person and just do everything together it is totally unreal <laughs> and this idea of perfect couples and you know doing everything together the bollywood concept of do uh, just make jaan is very toxic <laughs> you can't you, this is not possible and everyone is their own individual everyone have their uh, own uh, times when they want to you know take a break or have their own me time and it's totally okay so that is something uh, as meenal mentioned that you know self love or you know taking time for your own self because that is where you grow in a relationship and you make each other grow also in a lot of latent ways also right so that is something that i think is important uh, i think harshi if you can add yeah, something yeah so i think uh, <laughs> you brought in a very interesting point of you know that two individuals in any relationship be it a romantic one or a friendship or any such relationship growth is important and uh, i feel that uh, okay one thing that i want in a relationship like that is a uh, security in, in terms of emotional security so there are two aspects to it one is the one that comes uh, with one that is attached to the bit of feeling insecure about your partner themselves as in are they loyal to you or is this person the right one or whatever and the second type of security uh, that i am talking about is you should never i mean the the partner should never make you feel like you are a lesser of a person like you know you always i mean be with a partner someone who makes you reach higher uh, i mean reach your limits rather than uh, making you feel small or holding you back sort yeah, of yeah you don't want someone who's making you second guess your every move right? yeah they yes. need to support yes. you yeah and encourage yes. you if you need it right at that moment exactly so i think this is very very important uh, for me if at all you know if i have to find a partner or a friend and i i think uh, basically gaslighting shouldn't be a situation i mean a lot of times they the advice come in the uh, dub of a concern but then a lot of times it could be gaslighting also there's a fine line maybe we should be able to identify that Uh, yeah, and fine line and hard yeah, to tell with your loved ones especially yes uh, exactly i mean you would have people from the outside telling you but then you are too blind in love <laughs> i think uh, so, i yeah i think i read read about this somewhere about this concept of emotional intimacy and then where it can and the line again where that intimacy can probably be manipulated to turn into emotional abuse again which is like yeah. you know gaslighting in a way so yeah that's basically the trust to be able to trust, be vulnerable exactly. with your par- yeah. partner yeah, you know yeah. to open up your vulnerabilities to your partner i think that's exactly. the most important yeah. and it takes time and it takes also, time to develop that also like in a relationship and uh, one thing that i really aspire for in any relationship i mean uh, at this point i do not have a partner but then uh, what i always aspire for is to be my own weird self right i don't have to explain the why i am a certain way i know yeah. it would definitely take a little bit of time in the beginning to understand each other's pulse 
but i can really cannot be faking it all my life that oh i'm so sweet i'm always like a kind hearted lady no i'm not like that so i really want to be with someone who embraces my weirdness and i am okay being around a weird person so that's, that's a, a very important point harshi that's a very important point you don't want to play mind games in your exactly in your personal life you don't want to think what the, what was the meaning behind this sentence what did he mean actually you you don't you can't do this it's tiring you can't pretend so please accept i mean i should get what i see and likewise exactly I mean, exactly saying so it, it's not even like accepting a flaw or anything it's just accepting you as you are person yeah yeah exactly No, you, you can. I, I can I, be my rock star self, or I can be one just a piece of rock on some days. So just yeah, be okay with it. Exactly. Totally. I mean, since we've discussed what our idea of idea uh, healthy uh, relationships are, uh, honestly, for uh, speaking for myself and a little bit uh, for all of you also, I'm we. I think we are heavily influenced by the uh, on-screen portrayal of. uh such relationships and uh, given the fact that we are such you know active consumers of uh, k drama content i really wanted to you know ask you guys which on screen couple is the one that matches uh, your idea of healthy relationship we can start with you harshi this time <laughs> <laughs> no i <laughs> okay so i have a few few of my favorite couples uh, one being the latest uh, is from our beloved samo ung uh, and kokyeonsu uh, definitely uh, there was a little bit of you know rough patch in their relationship of you know they they stopped dating in between and that was mostly because of the communication gap but uh, overall the entire package of their uh, relationship was so heartwarming i mean by far they are one of my favorite couples in the uh, k drama world yeah do you guys w- want to add to it to me i uh, i felt one thing okay first of all they i loved angsty romance so i loved them for whatever they went through because 20s are very hard on people okay we yeah. we want to achieve everything we want a perfect career we want a perfect relationship we want to settle in life and you know have it all but 20s are very hard emotionally and i think this series showed why they are i like the fact that there was lack of communication because this is why most relationships don't work but the fact that both of them first realized what they want as individuals and they come together and work around it without a third person advising them on how to go about their relationship exactly was a big different aspect that i saw in in that series okay which i loved so Yes, I I loved I loved their craziness. I loved their banter. I loved them being petty. I loved everything about what they went through. It was a great journey to see them as teenagers to in their twenties and approaching thirties how they dealt and grew uh, in their relationship. So that's all I have to add on them. I have a slightly contradictory view. I do think their relationship was healthy. Not about that, but that point that we said that their relationship broke down due to communication gap. But you know what? Sometimes circumstances are such that nobody can help them. Even if Correct. she had told him, it wouldn't really help her at that particular Correct. point of time. Correct. It would exactly. have just Absolutely. increased her emotional baggage to deal with him as well or his emotion hmm. as well. And at that point, she didn't feel strong and comfortable enough to do that. I have been there multiple times. So. Honestly speaking, when I have made up my mind to end the relationship because of a circumstance which really cannot be fixed, which is out of our hands, I wouldn't exactly say it's a communication breakdown. It's a choice I made 
and the choice best choice that i thought i could make at that point of time so and my heart breaks for them because yeah. of this Yeah, exactly. they were young. So, they were young in that, their twenties. Yeah. There's so much going on with you. I don't, I don't blame her at all. I think you know. I, I in fact, I felt a lot of empathy uh, for Kukyunsu's character at that point. I am team Yunsu always, always. <laughs> and uh, what I absolutely loved about the second uh, part of that uh, couple's uh, dynamics in that story was that they identified that what uh, was the issue in their, their first stint. and they made it all right and they made their long distance kind of work and uh, they uh, you know told each other that they would communicate more actively and consciously if anything any such thing happens in the future so i think that growth from being immature uh, cup, uh, lovers to a very mature adult relationship i think that is what i uh, really found very interesting and Healthy, yeah even if they had day. shared this in their 20s in the first stint i don't think they would have been able to do that i don't yes, think she is. would have understood exactly. where he's coming from and she he wouldn't have really hung on to her because of his own issues that he was Correct. dealing with right so they did Definitely. not have the maturity at that age and that is what i loved about this drama that uh, even the way they communicate with each other or how uh, they have the fondness for each other the relationship they have with each other in their teens is so much more different from their adult romance so yes. even that like right to- that aspect yeah. of it yeah i just like to add so like you all mentioned about kukyunsu but also the part about being vulnerable and being open that i missed you
that is my life plan i am going to wait for only high five to that <laughs> on the point of waiting i have to still say that you know joy project makes me laugh a lot imagine this guy was yeah. so patient he waited for her practiced how to throw water on throw her and water and all yes. that come back beautiful and he did that he did that come back and he was yeah and he, he was waiting for it is <laughs> damn cute he does that, that and then he ponders over that was really petty of me to do it <laughs> no, no, no. he thinks salt was too much for her water was okay yeah, water was still fine salt <laughs> he was hell bent on water but salt could have been the deal breaker i think collectively yeah. we all love our beloved summer so that is totally. probably one of the best you know and realistic portrayals of relationship in k dramas and pop culture as of now um do you guys have any other takes or should i uh, give my example Good. Okay, so I'll move ahead with uh, another relationship, like two relationships that I've seen and I really liked. So, uh, it's okay to not be okay is one of the shows that is like very, very uh, personal, and you know I love that show. <laughs> Harshi knows about it. I, in fact, I, I, I'm laughing because of. <laughs> because yeah, of course, Vijay doesn't like it. Me and Sangeeta like it. <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, I, I watched uh, talking about relationships aspect uh, in the show. uh there are a lot of things happening it's very extreme and you know uh not very realistic when we actually draw parallel to real life but one thing about uh, gangte and munyong's relationship that i loved was after gangte uh, could get over his own you know fear of accepting his own personality and his own complexes when he really gradually got out of it he and when they uh, kind of realize that when when he confesses that you know he likes munyong he's in love with her and they have a conversation about it so they have like a serious conversation about their relationship where they stand and he tells her about his brother's trauma right and then uh, we see that after the conversation happens munyong we see she is a very flawed character and you know she she's probably not someone who's really likable as a character but she makes an effort in the relationship to accept gangbe we always know that she's like okay you're always talking about your Yung 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 yung. She has this dialogue, right? That we are always talking about Sangte. Why don't we talk about us? But then we see that character grow. That you know, she says that yeah, uh, I'll try to accept uh, Sangte, and she makes an effort to gain the trust of Sangte. Obviously, that situation about Sangte having a spectrum, uh, you know, a disorder, and <clears throat> all of that is very extreme. But that happens in life. So. and another parallel uh, show that i liked similar uh, parallel of the concept is uh, because this is my first life so in that show there's this we see that they you know there's this fake dating fake marriage trope that they happen to you know get into and uh, they are all you know their relationship is evolving very subtly very gradually which is more realistic also and then uh, when the female lead uh, happens to know about uh, the male lead's past so she realizes that he actually has a past which was totally very you know she was surprised by it she did not really think that you know that he might he was in a failed relationship and and then the it's very poetic in the way they've shown that she has this introspection going on and she is realizing that okay i never thought that this person might have something like this in his past but she accepts it going forward and then there's this concept of that we are all coming from different ways we are like we don't know when we chance upon someone and we start dating someone or when we gradually move ahead in a relationship 
we sometimes actually don't know everything about that person and it takes years to develop that kind of trust and also accepting uh, you know acceptability of the other person's life but you have to make an effort for it uh, as harshi mentioned everything cannot be organic you might like someone you might uh, have compatibility but you also have to make certain amount of effort and an accepting and happily accepting and understanding the other person that is something that really is you know important to me i think even in kukyun su's character as we talk about our beloved summer she herself was understands it and then when hung uh, realizes because he's or not aware of her past right about her problems he's totally in the dark about it but then when he realizes it and then we see that he also becomes a bit mature and then they grow in that relationship so that growing uh, and evolving in a relationship is something that i really like and these two shows i think i like both of them uh, and they have portrayed it in a good way so on the lines of embracing each other's past when in a relationship uh, i was kind of reminded of uh, fight for my way also uh, if you guys have watched that series where you know era and uh, dongman yeah. dongman uh, so basically this is not a situation where they are strangers and they meet they are they have grown up with each other uh, all their life since childhood and uh, interestingly they have had other relationships it's not like they have been dating you know and at any point in their life love happened to them by chance they were just best friends and uh, and the fact that when they start dating each other they embrace each other's past and e- each other's past relationships and mistakes and the ups and downs i think that is also uh, something that reminded me of you know accepting your partner the way they are as a full package what moon was saying reminded me of something which we three also say that often you know i think it is a women thing that we like a relationship which is organically growing we don't like relationships which are like suddenly come up or quick uh, build up we like organic build up i think we three have yeah not the cinderella comment. stories <laughs> yeah seriously uh, maybe it's what women want i don't know uh, because i now know so many women who keep saying it i like i think we are slow build up we're all in for the slow burn but the world glorifies what <laughs> <laughs> the world true very true but the world forces you gratification <laughs> they're yeah. living in the you know era of reels but we all want those uh, 500 600 pages uh, worth of you know novels to actually <laughs> see absolutely at what stage you went from yeah. having a yeah. crush to liking to you know loving and realizing oh this is the person i want to spend the life with yes yes yeah and also when we were discussing like okay what are the healthy relationships we can pick from other uh, languages or bollywood or whatever that is what we figured we, we were discussing that most of the movies in bollywood or indian languages the end comes when they get together so you really yeah. don't get to see their relationship exactly. as such exactly. it's only you know wooing and then you winning over the girl or the boy and then you have you are settled to say and it's always physical <laughs> and it's always physicality it's always either physicality or like like you know liking someone looks. based on their appearance yeah looks appearance or it might be Absolutely. like a side plot going on wherein they can't you know actually come together but they end True. when they come together so it's done but what Absolutely. happens after is actually very important yeah and actually probably that's why we enjoy k drama so much more exactly. because there is so much more of their relationship that we get to see the different aspects yeah. of that relationship even in hollywood you don't get that 
I think yeah, yeah, yeah. that no, is I why think, uh, no. like shout out to I don't know you guys have watched it or not Netflix the series Little Things that me and Harsh hmm. really like so there are four seasons of the show it ended unfortunately we were so sad that they just had yeah. like four seasons I and had, they ended like, it tears in my eyes yeah I, I was crying <laughs> the I was totally crying but uh, you should watch it because the show is so beautifully written and it actually starts where they so these two very modern very you know. a uh, contemporary couple they are living together and the kind of things that happen in a living relationship or in a normal relationship and then how they take it forward it is very good uh, a portrayal of like real life couples and their problems with careers about in, and specifically set in india like we could really relate to it because the kind of problems that you can have with your parents uh, the kind of problems you can have with your career your bosses uh, your friends uh, and and all of that going on simultaneously and then you're living with your partner and obviously you might also have problems so that is a good show very good show and uh, you can binge watch it i mean i really recommend it and i know for a fact that a lot of people uh, were living their life with that show <laughs> so like has happened with yeah. me also like we also evolved in our like me and my partner involved in our relationship with that show so it's a great show to watch I will watch it. It's just that my watch list is a bit too long. <laughs> That's the only struggle. <laughs> uh, but I want to say something. You actually made our days with both, both the drama choices that you made. Yeah. Because this is our first life. Is something all three of us love hands down, and we have like talked enough about it. But you also made my day with it's okay not to be okay. Why? Because people don't accept such a, a female character who's so expressive. People say, other yeah. than the fact that she was loud and she always uh, blurted out what's on her mind. Uh, and there was one one scene where there is a one red flag that she does. Other than that, the relationship <clears throat> was healthy because she isn't bullying him because Gangte always held against her. I yeah. have even uh, come across criticism of uh, this thing. Somebody told me that she tells Gangte, uh, "Don't wear good good clothes." But it was actually a funny thing. After yeah, the yeah. family photo shoot, uh, yeah, he tells her, "You yeah. look so handsome in this. Don't wear a tuxedo when other women <laughs> will like it." And he is like, "I'm going to yeah, wear yeah. it. I never tell you what not to wear." <laughs> you know. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was very cleverly, cleverly done. So that relationship I like. But yeah, I will tell the red flag scene. There's one scene where she drives fast, and she tells she's sort of like threatening him. If you don't listen to me, I'm gonna drive the car through. That is not a healthy behavior. But I have actually seen it so minutely because I was said that. Other than that, one scene, Omanyong and uh, the relationship think, was actually yeah, quite good. I think. Uh, I mean, again, there might be people who don't like the drama, but for me, I have watched it so again, like very deeply, and. the character growth of komunyong and even moongangte is so amazing like i can actually pinpoint episodes and tell you that how they progress in their relationship and the maturity because and it is probably one of the only k dramas where they have a childhood trope and i was totally okay with it because i otherwise don't like the childhood trope uh, you know the portrayal like it is totally totally unnecessary unnecessary yeah but it was necessary and like a key plot point to the story in uh, it's okay not to be okay and that it, is otherwise it wouldn't justify komunyang's behavior exactly. towards yeah. gangte actually yeah and and the show is totally the writing of that show is amazing so again that so show is. gets a award from me for writing such a woman character women don't have yeah. perfect slow speaking 
very diplomatic speaking always because that's not the reality but even I a soft know. voice punam even a soft yeah. voice look at oh, this yeah. voice oh, i love her voice uh, i love her yeah. voice yeah <laughs> exactly. and they shouldn't be afraid to I... say what they want uh, and people demonize such women in everyday life so i was so glad they wrote a character like coming from someone who's always been you know told that speak slowly <laughs> i speak so loudly all women welcome to our world welcome to our world <laughs> Right. So, uh, Sangeeta, do you have any other examples that you want to add? Yeah, one drama which is very close to my heart and Poonam's heart, and these days Minal's heart also. <laughs> is such a heart. <laughs> oh my God, that is okay, such I a cute uh, portrayal of. Uh, yeah, of it's. I think it's the healthiest uh, very, very, very relationship cute, very ever. Cute. Because like Cute. Poonam said, your relationship is healthy only when your relationships with everybody else is also healthy, right? So that drama is a perfect example of that. Like how both of them, Oh Yoon So and uh, Kwon Jong Rook, their whole office gang and their relationships with others also. Like Oh Jin Jin's yeah. uh, relationship with her manager Oppa and Kwon Jong Rook's uh, relationship with his friend and his ex, right? So everything was so healthy. And these two... they are just absolutely fabulous you see that uh, i mean you see that and think that oh yeah this is how a relationship would look like and this is how probably two people actually in love would behave right so they're always cheer- like meenal said they're cheering each other on he's so proud of her that she's such a good yeah. actress though he doesn't even know her work before that <laughs> how much research yeah, he does on he's even so going <laughs> online looking at comments and fun scene on this one so uh, for the first time the she go ojim she goes to his office as a secretary she assumes that i'm a celebrity he probably yeah. knows me and since he, she sees no actual recognition she actually imitates basically she performs her ads for him she sings the jingles and performs for him <laughs> She's like, yeah, this this, this laptop is what I had advertised, and the sofa. I remember. Oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> I think I need to watch and this show. So <laughs> I've binged it. I've binged it. It was. It is fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And the best really part cute. for me personally was the fact that they both try to understand each other's worlds. Right? They both yes. their worlds just don't have any sort of. Uh, uh what do you say any sort of mix or any sort of intersection they he is a serious attorney who is doing all these serious legal cases criminal cases and she is this actress who is supposedly a very bad actress <laughs> right <laughs> so for them so to try to understand yeah understand each other's worlds and he trying to get to know okay she's an actress she he even goes and watches all her shows and like, no no you're a very good actress oh yeah right you haven't even watched any of her shows and how do you know if she's a good actress or not <laughs> you know i think for uh, touch your heart uh, was that one show where despite all the cheesiness i loved it you know uh, yeah, where yeah. absolutely bingo where, where she where he asks to where she says his, her hands are cold and then he says put it in the pocket and she puts it in his trench coat pocket and then he has a question mark on his face epic and then but then you know what he doesn't belittle her at that yeah. point he kind exactly. of despite the cheesiness it's really really cute and real so why because it's in character Poonam has something to say. 
Moon, you definitely need to watch this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that is on. I'll, I'll add on my priority. No, and actually, Kwan Jung Jung Rook is a very good empathetic boyfriend. Like he knows lots of things by connections. Uh, as in, he realizes that one of the legal cases he's facing is similar to her life. And whatever he wants to tell her, he cannot tell her directly because she hasn't told him about her past. So he tells her that victim has nothing to be ashamed of. I mean. the things he quietly does simply out of empathy uh, what would a man know about being strong if you talk about it that way but he was super super empathetic to her and his transition from that grumpy what not lawyer to this man who, who has been prettily wrapped up against her finger is <laughs> like really organic slow burn and hilarious Right. And the similar yeah, scene too. to "It's okay to not be okay," right? Where he is uh, going and meeting that <laughs> girl for a blind date unexpectedly. She says the same <laughs> thing. Why are you so uselessly handsome? <laughs> God, he's not apology. He's about. So you're angry that yeah, and he says that are you angry that I'm actually handsome and not because I went for a blind date and just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think one scene to me which kind of uh, melted my heart is, uh, of course, because of circumstances, he has to uh, stay away from her, and uh, uh, he's every day they've just shown scenes of him at the bus stop. Okay, him at the bus stop. That's it. And then why is he sitting at the bus stop? Because opposite the bus stop is a big billboard with her ad, and he's just staring at her. And I was like, oh my god, that is just like I'm feeling really, really sorry for him. Like just go give him a hug. Somebody pacify him. So uh, I think that was really a very, very sweet uh, scene. So yeah, touch your heart. Also, it has something very weird. Okay, he actually teaches her how to eat alone. Why? Because she said that she has never eaten alone, and she was suffering Correct. through the lunches. He teaches her to eat. There is an important lesson in here. Bad True. relationship. People in the name of love isolate you from your loved ones. Here was mm. a man who was trying to live by yourself and live with others. So that's an important health point of a healthy relationship that you don't. And that's a life skill he is teaching. Actually, yeah, it's a life skill. Yeah. That's a yeah. life skill. She was He's preparing I mean, her she, for the world. Yeah. But it's so hilarious. No, he's they are both sitting in the same restaurant, but they're sitting separately because Separate she needs boots. to learn to eat alone. <laughs> It's a very sweet show, very very sweet show. So, so I'll definitely uh, watch it. Yeah, yeah, you should, you should. It's very nice. Poonam so, that... wanted to go next, right? Actually, touch your heart was my entry too. Like I said, I never get bored. Okay. So, Neenal, you can start the crash landing on you, and I'll add on. No, no, oh. you take crash landing. I'll talk about weightlifting because that doesn't oh. get spoken about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right. So crash landing on you is my entry of a healthy relationship because it very rarely happens that a woman is a vulnerable situation as a hostage in a hostile country, and yet she is completely her own person. And they didn't show her hunky dory. There were like times when she completely breaks down in front of it because she's like, I really can't believe that this is happening to me. But she, it was never that she was at the mercy of them. And you know the relationship she built with the ducklings. Ducklings are his. Platoons, other soldiers. So we call them ducklings. ducklings. 
Nice word. <laughs> also, my relationship with the ducklings also is pretty healthy. He lets it blossom. That's what love is. Now you don't keep her completely to yourself possessively. You let her be herself, and that relationship continues toward the end of the drama. And then crash landing on you has a very special thing for me. Like I said, I don't like women to be saved. I want women to save as well because that's what happens in real relationship. The moment you give and take balance is not equal. That moment that relationship becomes healthy. So when she goes to South, I mean he comes to South Korea, and uh, she sees him. That's like my favorite rich girl, poor boy trope. Him. I know that uh, mm-hmm. Captain Lee was not poor in his country, but the fact that there she not gives him Cinderella makeover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a nice flip to the uh, also like Cinderella trope. She takes a bullet for him. Like I exactly. love yeah. that. Like it's a very cinematic. beautiful scene where that you know she has the bullet and it's snow is falling that red car oh my god i love like one of the beautifully cinematic love oh, that scene oh. like, and she know. goes with her gang to the bullies and exactly. uh, you know with yeah. the hot shot uh, the girl Other. 
I have another Hindi one. This is very rarely heard of drama, and I watched it by chance when Netflix in older days had a very little content, Hindi content. So it's called Bhagere Man. It's a story of a woman who, at the age of thirty-nine, returns her home after twenty years because, and right in the first episode, you find out because she had run away from her own wedding at the age of nineteen. And there is a her brother is still angry with her, not talking to her. She comes to her brother's family. In twenty years, her brother's kid have grown older, and they are married. So she's a bua of actually quite grown up children. And there is a guy there who is absolutely angry with her, grumpy, completely grumpy. But you know what? This woman is so funny, and she is so witty that she is able to melt his defenses right in the conversation. In fact, her entry is one of the bombastic ones that I remember. she comes drenched in a sari and this guy because he is angry with her and you can i wouldn't tell but there is an obviously they were childhood friends they were best friends so obviously they have a relationship with her the moment he sees her he loses his breath you can just see that that he was so angry with her but uh, he seeing her after 20 years at the moment he sees her his he just forgets what he was going to say and uh, she is in a sari and he is like oh my god you have changed And after five minutes, she is like, you know what? I can't wear this sari anymore. And she takes off sari in front of everybody. She is wearing a jeans, sneakers, and t-shirt, and hands the sari to this guy, and uh, goes on to be completely herself. Again, she reminds me of Ted Lasso, but she is not like Ted Lasso in the sense that her traumas, her pains are all there. But she has a new way of looking at things, and her man accepts her how she is. She cannot cook to save her life, and major problem in Indian household is. That you don't marry your partner, right? We keep saying it. You marry two families, and one of the reasons that she had run away was because she, at the age of nineteen, she didn't know how to handle his mother. So it could have become a typical Sasbahu drama or anything like that. But you know, they kept the relationship, the drama about that relationship, and uh, you know how she deals with this situation with humor and wit. How those two guys, even though he was so hurt for eighteen years, how. How they still love and they work through the relation same way in you know, our beloved summer. They these guys they were different people when they were younger and they are different when they are older and how they fix those issues. They talk about it. I I find it very healthy relationship and I haven't seen a female lead like that anywhere anywhere. No, none of you have watched it. It's kind of obvious. I started at Pune <laughs> yeah. yesterday. I saw I think, three episodes yesterday. I think uh, it's quite interesting. Have, yes, I think my mom has seen it. <laughs> I've heard it from my mom. Like I've heard the show's name from her uh, watch list, but I'm not. I will give it a uh, you know watch. And, I mean, it's uh, just I you know, twenty twenty minutes. Well. It's such a nice feeling to complete. Uh, I felt an achievement. Yeah, I finished three episodes <laughs> in under one hour. Nice. Yeah, those events with twenty three episodes of twenty minutes each. So it's not okay. equal to your uh, size. Okay. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. Meenal, do you want to talk about uh, weightlifting or? Uh, yes, yeah. so I of course I have a lot more couples who are my favorite. Uh, but weightlifting fairy, I think, doesn't get spoken about. It just gets somehow sidelined as a teenage romance or you know some sports drama. But I'm actually, I'm so glad uh, you brought it up. And I'll, I'll tell you my experience. I also don't like high school and teen romance. I just avoid those series. But because this had a sports angle, I said I'll give it a shot, and I absolutely fell in love with this uh, drama and. Namju Yuk is such a adorable, perfect boyfriend material. He is the ideal guy you want at that age with you. Bokju is this brat. Bokju is tomboyish. See how she walks. Yeah, Lee Sung Kyun has done a great uh performance. Okay, 
she's absolutely and all the guys are scared of her because she can bash them up and she does that to him also she just he keeps teasing her with her childhood nickname okay which is actually translates to pig or chubby which is she doesn't like it obviously now she's 20 she doesn't want to hear this she goes and warns him and she butt threats him okay like if you do this i will bash you up and his friend is shit scared of her completely scared of her so here's this girl you quit that scene where he's dating her and by without knowing he goes with his friends on a double date he's like oh my yeah. god book to me he's like you he's shivering he's like You yeah, that's actually my favorite scene too. He basically squirms and kind of his body language is like he's trying to hide himself. Yeah, <laughs> like oh my god, I just like get away from my guy or something like that. It's so sweet. He he teases her all the time. She has a crush on somebody else. Like otherwise, we're giving away the plot of the drama. But he sees her through the crush, and then she undergoes a little bit of depression with her sports. With she doesn't want to do weightlifting anymore. very nicely for the first time you were seeing how mental depression or is being handled they have had a fight and he runs helter skelter to find her he finds her he consoles her and he's with her throughout as a friend okay to me that's very important and then he realizes he likes her so he confesses to her and so sweet he says look don't we've gone through so much with each other you should at least give me a chance to show you how what kind of a boyfriend i can be so she says to him you're sounding like this home shopping network you know where they say try it out and if not return the product is <laughs> their dialogues are just amazing to listen to and obviously she also ends up liking him but when he is at his lowest point because of his personal trauma hmm. she is the first one who again hunts him down gets him back to his family gets him back come on at 20 if you are able to do that for each other and the pride he has in her as a athlete as a fellow athlete forget as a friend or as a, a girl or his girlfriend as a fellow athlete how much he respects her and there's a one dialogue which like i said self worth self realization self love he says to her you have topped the you were you ranked first and you're walking around behaving like a loser if you don't love yourself how will you expect others to love you and feel proud of you such a solid dialogue that came out of him so for the viewers if they've not watched and they are ignoring weightlifting fairy like i did for a long time because of teenage romance no and it's just not them friendships parents everything about the coaches everything about yes. the drama is just fantastic rivalries how they built so yes. healthy relationships all over in my opinion exactly <laughs> so family like you mentioned the healthy friendships healthy uh, boyfriend everything. girlfriend healthy everything uh, everything even what meenal mentioned right depression in sports i don't think that gets really talked about a lot Correct. or you know uh, shown in a lot of dramas here it was not a focal point but they showed it very subtly and very uh, well actually they have done very it very well very well very her her dialogue itself is so heartbreaking okay she says like i don't know what's happening with me it and that is what you don't realize what's happening with you and it's beautiful uh, it's it's a must watch for me and uh, again other two dramas i'd like to mention but they're already been spoken about so much on other forums etc so for me suspicious partner is very close to my heart i think it's my favorite simply because bongi was such a firecracker character who didn't need saving she was at the worst she was i think at the worst point in her life but she didn't go out reaching for uh, you know jichangook's character to save her he he came because he was in love with her that which he didn't realize for a long but time she didn't know yeah she didn't yeah, she didn't know she was in love with him but anyway it's a very uh, weird take they have but again very very nice uh, way the way these two have grown and been with each other so that's what i liked and he didn't change one bit about her also 
when we talk about you know we were mentioning bollywood the center point was looks bongi is like the most unkempt character in that series okay she doesn't yeah. shar when she's working on cases she doesn't wear makeup she looks like really awful at times and the best dialogue which we all love is he always says you're dirty but pretty you're dirty but pretty which was so <laughs> lovely <laughs> Yeah. Please, Rita, uh, you wanted, wanted to talk. To... Yeah. So, uh, one more uh, movie that I've liked. It's not a drama, but uh, Indian movie parallel, which I want to bring with uh, healthy relationships, is this movie called Pelichu Pulu, uh, which is a very recent movie. Actually, it came in twenty sixteen, and uh, it's not very common to watch a ambitious girl and you know who's career focused and a guy who's. not doing so great in telugu movies if you if you have watched any south indian movies telugu movies you will see that hero is this dominant guy they, they call them hero right it's always hero it is uh, not really a male lead female lead like how we talk about k dramas so it's always a dominant guy and uh, the girl is always uh, like what we discussed she's the lesser one kind of a thing but pelli chupulu was a movie where the girl is the ambitious one she has plans she wants to make her run a business she wants to take a loan of 10 lakhs from her dad and she wants to start a food truck and run her own business and this guy is like lazing around he just wants to get married to any girl who will give him like 20 lakhs or 1 crore dowry so that he'll put that money in a fixed deposit and re- retire that is his goal in life so <laughs> and dowry being such a common thing in uh, you know telugu households so that that is how he looks at it and that's how he goes about his life so on a chance encounter where they both are meeting for this pelli chupulu so pelli chupulu is the first uh, you could say that blind date arranged for uh, arranged by parents right for the arranged marriage so when they first meet actually they were supposed to meet somebody else they mistakenly the boy's family comes to this girl's house and they end up meeting and uh, by chance the room in which they're going and just having a, a chat that room gets locked so they end up spending some time talk to each other understand a lot of things about each other and what they want to do in life he has just a youtube channel where he's cooking because cooking is his passion and he wants to become a chef but his dad doesn't want him to because that's not a good that's not a thing that men do right so they want him to get a job <laughs> he even works at a call center doesn't work out and he's doing this so they have a chat there and they really admire each other and this girl being the smart cookie she figures that i want to start a food truck this guy is a chef why don't i hire him right so immediately when they realize that they were not the ones who were supposed to meet they go away but she takes his number from her dad and she says that okay i will talk to this guy and figure out so then they start this business together and through the process like the entire process they show right it's all like two individuals two very smart and in very uh, opinionated individuals how she even changes him to be responsible and to how to uh, you know live up to commitments like the first commitment they have on the food truck he just sleeps off he forgets that they have a delivery and he's like oh my god it's time so he goes and buys food from somewhere and delivers so she gives him a earful like what the hell are you doing do you want to start a business you want to do something about your cooking and then you're getting food from somewhere else and serving you just want to be a lazy guy you want to get married to somebody who gives you dowry go ahead and do it i don't need you in my life so that she slowly changes him right so he understands that he needs to have some self worth too and uh, it, it's a very beautiful movie like the whole process that they show it is 
one of the rarest movies in telugu movies i would say in, in terms of relationship i haven't come across something like this in any of the older movies or the newer movies i think we can definitely watch it cuz it's a movie she so mentioned yeah, we yeah, need to yeah. find with english subs she mentioned this and i'm like uh, so it is really actually remade in tamil and malayalam also probably you will find the malayalam one ummana pekke it was okay. uh, made in malayalam as ummana penne a uh, tamil one i don't remember the name so it was remade in pretty much all the south indian languages i think it was yeah. coming in hindi also but i don't remember uh, i'll just mention one more very quickly eka lagna chi dusri goshta is a marathi series which ran in 2013 okay yes and uh, it has a contract marriage trope so if there are any Mar- and i it's fully there on youtube but it doesn't have english subs unfortunately my dadi used to watch it <laughs> i love it and uh, we started watching because my mother in law and my mom called and i'm i stay away from daily soaps and they said meenu you have to watch this and i'm like why because they're like oh this is you and amit all over again so you all have to watch this <laughs> so amit has been we like okay <laughs> but the beauty was uh, she's a single child she's just career focused she doesn't want to marry and uh, her she, she's also a child of a single parent her mom's young she lost her mother and this guy ghanasham uh, wants to go abroad to us so he just wants to get married to please his family and keep them quiet so they both meet again arranged marriage and they said let's have a contract for one year very contract marriage trope and they have he has a big joint family two uncles aunts cousins all staying in one big house okay lovely but very simple middle class marathi family she marries she falls in first love with his family and then she starts falling in love with him and then how the story translates and how they both help each other grow as individuals and care for each other and he's a late tube light he's still reeling on his first love so he can't like he cannot accept that he's fallen for her because he wants to go abroad and he doesn't want any you know uh, tie ups here etc but he's very sweet uh, so if there are marathi listeners to this podcast uh, and if you have not seen it you must watch uh, so very similar to what uh, sangeeta was telling the story as a very similar plot so it's one of my closest uh, probably my top most favorite series across all uh, languages uh, for me so yeah that's another one yes. even i wanted to add uh, one show that that's like quite close to my heart uh, i think you might uh, you might have watched it uh, zindagi gulzar hai the pakistani oh! <laughs> what do you say so <laughs> So I've been pestering Harshi to watch it, and uh, like yeah. I watched it. Uh, I think, <laughs> oh my god, the reaction only is so amazing. <laughs> Dude, Fawad uh, Khan is like was a heartthrob. We went bonkers over him for a couple of years. It's a slow burn too. It's a slow burn exactly. Exactly, and but I would want to really give a shout out to Sanam Sayed Kashif. You know, Kashif's character, and Excellent. I could really relate to Kashif. and the way that you know, the kind of insecurities that she has because of her bad relationship with her father and the failed marriage Correct. of her parents and and the kind of trust issues she has with men and and coming from the kind of background that she is from and then uh, the past history of you know her and zarun in college it was not really amazing uh, and then and also the fact like i mentioned this before also right that you have to have a sense of respect and trust in the other person's character so zarun and kashif we see have a lot of miscommunication going on and they actually don't talk a lot like for a lot of the time during the episodes uh, they always write in their diaries which i really love like that uh, their monologues were the best about. yeah yeah their best, monologues best. like 
at the end of each episode they write in their diary harshi you have to watch it like it's amazing <laughs> and I'll, i'll catch up soon <laughs> yeah and and the fact that uh, despite not being so communicating you know that they don't communicate that much but they slowly and gradually understand each other's you know preferences or likes dislikes and how they are as a uh, as a human and the kind of you know respect and you know the kind of importance they have for other relationships in their life be it their sisters be it kashyap's sisters kashyap's family or zarul and his family and and the kind of utter trust that they both have right although that they do have problems also but they get out of it and and how zarul is like so uh, perfect in a lot of ways uh, as a No, 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 no. I, 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 I actually have a contradictory. Uh, no, no. So, hear, me hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a chauvinist. He's not the most perfect of guys, but the kind of perfect partner that he becomes to Kashyap. So my point is that they don't communicate, but the kind of insecurities that Kashyap has, that you know, she thinks that men always so men in specifically the kind of culture that they are in, they want say a female, a male uh, offspring. and uh, they probably look forward to you know taking out taking their family in the way that her father uh, had done in in his, her life and uh, how uh, men have to be controlling and men have to make the decisions and you know uh, they might not really be respecting of the uh, their wives profession careers her choices her life right but zarul in a lot of ways is not that and the financial disparity that they show right that zarul is a rich guy and you know he's like sur so Fully rich, while Kasha comes from a very modest background. But so the beautiful portrayal in which Zarun's character, despite not knowing about it, kind of shatters the insecurities of Kasha, like in a very subtle way, right? And 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 the best part I liked about the drama was it's not really related to relationships, maybe, but uh, Kasha has so much resentment for the world, while Zarun makes yeah. her love the world. So. True. that was something that yeah. i really like because she always blames god she's doing her everything she's a very hard working woman and she's a very strong headed woman but she has a lot of resentment for life in general right and she blames everyone she's very critical of everything but when she you know gets married to zarun and then they have their life going forward there's this the, the last episode where she mentions right that how zarun in a way made her life like a Uh, you know a beautiful journey and like zindagi guzar hai the title itself like it was like a beautiful garden all flowery and you know rosy so that was something that i really loved and one show that i recommend everyone and i actually recommended my partner also to watch but is not watching it is yeah so but so, but i always say this that uh, zarun is such a mcp like i wouldn't be friends with him or date him or forget marrying in real life so kudos uh, to fawad khan's acting to make us fall in love with zarun that is all fawad khan for no, me no i think uh, writing was actually good because she wanted uh, again when i said pakistani meant i meant basically meant the general asian yeah. indian setups are also like that so the writer was very careful she actually talks about it that she wanted to keep the character realistic Reali- to pakistan's True. reality where True. men are like that jarun did not like his sister or his ex girlfriend going out late or hanging out with his Correct. their common yeah. friends He yeah. did, he was upset about his mother, which this in this he is somewhat justified. He felt that his working mom, his super successful mom, had ignored him uh, during upbringing. So 
Jaron is not a well-rounded guy completely in At that. All. But having said that, it works because Kashyap is herself very conservative-minded. But that point that yeah. you made about Mo, so, I relate yeah. with Kashyap a lot because yeah. when I was depressed, I was also complaining like this. I remember a moment when I was complaining. My, my, my kismat kharaab hai. Ten bhi tu na hua hai. You know, my, my. Yeah, that 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 dialogue. Oh my god. Really? I remember. My sister was laughing in another room, and why? And then I also realized the ridiculousness of my complaint. And Kashif is exactly like that, complaining about every single thing in his life. Uh, and the thing you said that about not communicating and monologues, but that was when they did not have a relationship. But yeah. the moment yeah. they started having a relationship, they talk a lot. They are sitting, and I remember the scene. Then the in her house, they are sitting outside under the stars. Oh and yeah, they are just talking. Oh. They are just talking. Also, also, I don't know. There's this scene uh, if you remember or not. There's this scene where he's he's being all cheesy. He's like, "Do don't you like the moon? Don't you like yeah. the stars? <laughs> don't you like?" And then she's trying to just you know rein it in, and she's like, "No." I just want to sleep. There's a lot of there are a lot of mosquitoes here. I want to go inside. Why <laughs> the electricity is on? It is beautiful. Like I love her monologue that follows that scene is brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Tell that is and tell that one. That uh, is a thought breaking scene. तो मेरी जिंदगी का व्हाट इज दैट उर्दू वर्ड दिस इज द सेंटर यू बिकम द पिवट ऑफ माय लाइफ एंड नाउ माय लाइफ रिवॉल्व्स अराउंड यू I really like Kashyap's character because the kind of overwhelm she portrayed whenever you know. So she cries like when she uh, she's about to get married. She's crying when she realizes that Zarul actually likes. So like when she realizes it, oh my god, someone can actually care for her. The fact that he saved her hand from the yeah. tea spill, that is like a. Oh my! And then this is this is dialogue uh, where they have like a communication going on between the sis- elder sister and Kashyap. She says like कि मैं बहुत गहरी हूँ but गहराइयों में कुछ नहीं होता. So I think let's take the next question now. Ah, uh, so uh, girls, ah, uh, what is a deal breaker for you in relationships? We've spoken about the good uh, parts. Let's talk about ah, uh, what is something that totally is a no go for you in a relationship? So Sangeeta, you can start. Ah, uh, deal breaker for me would be looking down on the other person because uh, I I wouldn't like it if. my partner were looking down on me or you know not really uh, giving me that uh, like i said respect is most important so giving me that respect and trust in my decisions right if i've uh, chosen to do something or if i've chosen to not do something uh, or whatever it is even simple things like if you're going out together as a couple and you, you should not ever be embarrassed of your partner whatever may be the case for whatever reason if they are not as good looking as you or if they are not as tall as you or whatever as uh, high flying as you whatever right if you are if you are partners in a relationship you are equals so looking down on your partner would be a deal breaker for me i i don't think 
i can continue in a relationship if that happens everything else is probably uh, you might be able to manage that because you might take a step down and you might think that okay in this situation things are like this so let me take a step back and i will adjust to that but if you look down on a person i think that would be the end of it for me i totally agree with you sangeeta like uh, that is again something that totally makes you go away and you know uh, take a step back from that person because if you makes if he he or she belittles you then and like you know makes you doubt your own self that is like totally uh, a red flag punam do you want to talk i have already talked about you know how isolating others and not a equal give and take these are the things that we identify a lot but uh, respect for choices are is also covered by sangeeta but you know one thing that i detest is watching toxic masculinity and all the examples that we have chosen today uh, none of the men are like that in fact that hindi drama i talked about bhagiraman <laughs> the guy is total opposite of like know it all male leads uh, all super chebol male leads who have all the power and everything i don't like this unequal balances and i also don't like uh, uh, one thing punam i just want to add to that it's not even toxic masculinity right sometimes it's just the fact that i have to be like this because i am a man that correct. itself is putting off correct that itself is putting off you don't even have to be toxic and going around and abusing your girlfriend or whatever it is you don't even have to do all that but trying to say that i am the man i have to be like this i am like this that that itself is a put off i'm going to bring in some indian context because sure i watch key drama and western and all of that but my reality <laughs> is that i'm in an indian indian this thing and i have experienced this firsthand that the uh, same man that you are planning to you know spend your life with they can change when the family setup comes in because he's the man his family his members wishes are important somehow the burden is on women to take care of uh, the man's family uh, she has to sacrifice so i don't for me deal breaker is sacrifices sacrifices don't last long they bring resentment to your relationship in the long term absolutely and uh, i will tell you of some everyday red flags and i have seen them happen a lot in indian uh, households uh, i will eat food only made by me why i have a, i had a colleague i had a person reporting to me point. and she used to work hard and work late at work but she's not worried about her being hungry i'm worried that she's hungry i'm like you know what take a break go have a meal he said no no i have to go and make a meal for my husband i said why you don't have a cook you don't have a help or nobody can do that or he can't do it himself and she says no no he will not eat dosas made by anybody else he will eat only by me i do think i obviously was in no position to comment on a personal life of somebody but i do think it's a everyday flag it if uh, only one person is supposed to take care of certain kind of responsibilities related to child or related to household and i'm only speaking about this because in india the country which is my home is this is very very common there are very few men and they i treat them as exceptions even in 2022 you know what that is why i always tell my partner to you know you have to learn it otherwise no one has to do this nobody's <laughs> so going to not yeah. happening and and whenever we're doing something yeah if we're doing something it has to be like divided if i am doing something absolutely other thing right you can't just yeah, i want to i do it because i love it and it's therapeutic for me i am not doing it because as a woman i need to feed my uh, husband yeah, and uh, yeah, my yeah. family sorry yeah. not happening and yeah, not about what i want to add cooking is that uh, you know when 
the girls do it, it it is necessity because you have to take care of your family at a later stage but if the boys do it and Arre, it's a medal for na but i have one funny cooking scene from that bhage reman which i was telling meenal and sangeeta yesterday so uh, this in a in a situation happens that this leading lady she has to you know take care of her ailing her boyfriend's mother uh, so she has to cook and she tries to cook she obviously burns the whole kitchen down because she is a pathetic cook and she doesn't cook at all and her loving brother at his house understands that she this must have <coughs> happened so he tells his daughter in law can you make in khichdi in 15 minutes and don't make it too good and he takes it to her to save her life so i was telling them i am happy to report that this female lead never learns to cook <laughs> good <laughs> great <laughs> minal please tell us about uh, what is so, deal breaker obviously those are big red flags but for me adultery is also a big uh, deal breaker for me my my view is people fall in love people fall out of love completely get it break up clean move on with whoever you want to cheating in a on a partner it, to me i cannot forgive i just and when this is justified in the uh, tv series and movies and more often than not the woman is always accepting the guy's mistake or in you know i was emotional and i made this mistake but it's we rarely see men accepting if a woman has done the same so for me this is a big big uh, uh call it moral or whatever but for me it's just complete deal breaker you cheat that's it end of relationship just get on with your lives uh, not happening so uh, adding on to of course what both of them said this is the another one for me i think i'm a plus one on uh, meenal's point of adultery uh i would also want to add to the list of it is uh the ambiguity uh is like you know where you don't choose a side you're always like you have to guess are you are you guys together are you guys not what is happening <clears throat> this ambiguity it's as good as cheating i don't know it's <laughs> so basically uh, back when we watched uh, nevertheless moon and oh, yes. um, me we watched it together i was on fire i was like how he do this how he i know he's pretty but can't be doing this so that's that's one thing that really really irks me the ambiguity of whether it's there or not there so uh, and i and uh, honestly i have seen uh, a lot a lot of times uh, that is happening in real lives as well i have seen uh, you know people Uh, call it testing waters but honestly it's not justified uh, as per me you either have to be all in or all out you just cannot be doing a testing uh, phase so yeah that's Actually, a, i think keeping it secret when you are in ambiguity phase you keep it secret yes. and not making yes. it public oh my god it is oh always my god. a red flag always oh a red flag god. always always yes, always yes. it's a red <laughs> don't it's a it's a crimson red flag <laughs> please yes out move on move on let's move yeah. on <laughs> you know that it's a very big one big point i think so about uh, you moon yeah yeah i think i totally like uh, like agree with all of your points and even i was about to speak about secret you know keeping it secret and not talking about it because yeah. uh, i've seen it uh, personally also uh, in a lot of my friends and like you know i've had uh, such kind of experience where uh, you're always waiting for uh, the other person to you know make it public or try to uh be more clear about what is actually happening between you know uh, you guys right so you can't just keep waiting uh also when you are uh, actually in a relationship 
but not apparently so yeah yeah <laughs> that, the worst that is something type. so i think uh, just because we're talking about the secret relationship thing uh, there's this uh, song by taylor swift that came out all too well i don't know if you guys have listened to it there's yeah. this this beautifully she's jackelle and all the yeah, jackelle yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and all kala yeah there, there are two lines where she says that uh, i i kept waiting um, so i kept waiting uh, when he'll say and you never said it so i i think i'm misquoting the lines but she always so she's always waiting for him to uh, say that you know what is actually happening and and but he never accepts the fact and then they move out of the relationship so it is like totally heartbreaking right and uh, that's one thing and also uh, another fact uh, is about uh, so uh, infidelity as minal mentioned that that is not acceptable on any level uh i have seen a lot of people nowadays talk about emotional infidelity infidelity and uh, physical infidelity i don't know why they break it up like why they're uh, you know they're actually <laughs> delving deep into physical aspect of it or emotional aspect of it and then there are some people who are okay with physical infidelity because they are they, they feel like ha matlab we had drinks and you know it was okay uh, we could uh, you know move on for uh, we could just lose ourselves for that particular moment but that is completely unacceptable for me any kind of infidelity for that matter i so, understand breaking it up because a lot of time people say kuch hua i mean we didn't do anything there was nothing physical but emotional mm-hmm. fidelity is equally as important and equally a red, red flag it's not yeah. accepted i mean i can't accept it emotional yeah, fidelity so, as well yeah so like all kinds of infidelity like if it's if it's any kind it's a red flag you can't be in a relationship with that person because yeah. then you're breaking trust and trust is very important so yeah that is something and it's know? not like i'm not saying that you have to be in with the one for the rest of your life or whatever no you should never be in a unhappy relationship ever emotional or yeah. physical whatever but the point is when two people are in a relationship there shouldn't be a third person make a clean break and get on with your lives and you know move on and whatever you want to do so that that to me is a just complete uh, deal breaker for me now that we have spoken about what our deal breakers are or the red flags that we uh, consider in the relationship uh, zone i really want to like lighten up the mood and kind of ask you what is your go to relationship hack that you could have maybe borrowed from the movies or you know could be from your uh, personal life experiences or you've seen your parents do it or whatever and maybe another question i'll just add on to it and what is your love language you don't have to say i love you always but there are certain things or gestures that you do which is like cute little love language what is it for you can we start with key drama love language example yes please yes please why not yeah like they will always cover each other with some bed sheet and all of that and they will no, always cover damn. each other with you know, <laughs> yeah coats uh, they will keep hands in pockets uh, uh, of each other and all of that so yeah, this yeah. happens so commonly right yeah yeah Making... that's that's really cute and heart fluttering like oh my god who's going to do this to me sort of a situation making food when sick also yeah. making birthday getting an umbrella food. when it's raining oh yeah the umbrellas <laughs> i can't we not mention umbrellas. umbrellas i love the umbrellas <laughs> yeah <laughs> let <laughs> it is taking the shoelaces tying the shoelaces 
Okay, like accepting. So the love language you're saying. Yeah, it's it's just love language, right? You got it, but I'll drink it. Whatever you give me, however crap it is, I will eat it because you got it for me. So yeah, that's which is very okay. cute. Okay. <laughs> There's another uh, thing which I remember. It's uh, it. I think it happened in one of the K dramas and also one Telugu movie, Bommarilu. It was like back when I was in college. So uh, this girl is sick and feeling cold. He brings a hot cup of tea and he. keeps it in her hand so that she feels warm i'm like what <laughs> romance what is this world arshi <laughs> adding on to this one in weightlifting fairy when she's protesting in the in the cold for her coach and uh, namju first tells her go back you know you uh, your it's going to snow very badly and then uh, he comes down you know puts a, a put, gives her her his coat which is a lovely pink coat a guy with a pink coat i loved it and yeah. then he uh, gives her uh, those warm heating pads that they put he puts it in her yeah. shoes yeah. and uh, warms her hands and just quietly goes away because they've had a bit of an argument yeah. and her entire uh, group is just looking at her now uh, that uh, <laughs> her best friend who's that cutie she's like oh my god look yeah. at him so doing this are they just friends <laughs> damn cute you are forgetting one very important k drama love language piggy back rides oh, oh, yeah. oh yes yeah. oh yes oh yes that don't happen in india yaar yeah. <laughs> exactly no absolutely not in in india it's a it's It's a little bit more romantic version of piggyback ride. The bridal, the bridal. But come on, yeah. I mean, I, I'm totally cute. <laughs> you know why I find it cute? Because a lot of times when I was a kid, when I was back in school, my dad used to lift my mom up like that, and oh, uh, so I really cute. used to like yeah. very cute. So that's that's why it's it's a thing for me. Or <laughs> back hugs. I love back hugs. Oh, oh, oh yes. yes, yes, that's very my cute. personal hack. Totally that's sweet. my personal hack. Totally very cute, yeah. very cute. Totally. Two things I crave after watching every K drama: it's one cup of ramen or and one bag oh, yeah. hug, please. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Same for me. The love language is cooking, also. Yeah, men. I mean, yeah. men or women cooking for your partner and looking yeah, after yeah. when they are hungry, right? Because okay. people do tend to get hungry. I am one of them. If I am hungry, I am really same. hungry. Yeah. So. Sagita, like, you took mine. <laughs> if my partner is looking out, you know, saying that okay, she might be hungry, and if he's cooking for me, or you know, if, if they're offering you food, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. I have talked about in our podcast that every lunchbox my sister made for me yes. were acts of love. It was oh, in the dash of kimchi one that you had uh, spoken yeah. about. Yes, yes, yes. 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 I mean, yes. even even for me, like whether I come home tired or you know uh, my husband comes home tired, and I know that he's going to be late. It could be just a simple maggi or you know just a sandwich. But if I've prepared and it's ready and with a you know steaming cup of tea, the joy is just like ah, like it's just amazing that that somebody who's there to take care of you and it's mutual. So it's not like I am expected to do it, but it's just exactly mutual. it's looking out it's, for the, your partner. Correct. That's all. Correct. For me, it's so far it's not been that of a partner yet. 
but uh, my mom sometimes she realizes uh, that i've had like a bad day at work or something and for dinner that day i usually have something my favorite thing made in the dinner so i'm like oh yes. damn cute my yes, mom yes. cute but then she uh, you know gives me nicely also so that balances with her moms are awesome yeah we take them for granted sometimes but seriously what would we do without them correct correct yeah yeah, yeah. also yeah. any i mean for me we have covered everything but i just hmm. wanted to add that uh, like in k dramas we see wherever the female lead or even the male lead if someone sleeping just tuck them in and let them sleep yes <laughs> like yes <for> me, <laughs> Like I love that, and 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 someone yeah. someone does that for me because I can sleep anywhere. <laughs> As I'm totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Watching, watching your partner sleep, I think is one of the. Um, how, how do I say? It's very heartwarming because they are in their own world, oblivious what's going on, and literally right. like a baby. Okay, that's like yeah. watching a baby sleep. Okay, that's the feeling. And and, uh, and if the other person is just comfortable with you just dropping. You know, yeah. bed <laughs> like in the midst of a flight in the car ride, Correct. whatever. A lot Absolutely. of times, or when you are sleeping in, when they are up, yeah. also, right? Yeah, yeah. that makes a lot exactly. of difference. Yeah, yeah. huge, huge. So, yeah, I agree. If, if the other person is aware that okay, she wants to sleep, let her sleep. <laughs> they show people, uh, you know, staring at their partner sleep. It's I don't know. Yeah, I find it creepy, but then they show it so exactly. romantically with amazing background music. <laughs> but it's no but then just like the don't... act of tucking someone in you know and being with them the other person sleeping you are doing your own thing you are yeah. doing something else and you're totally okay with it right so that is uh, this is only that. when there is mutual love between the yeah. two people huh? not someone yeah, yeah. you don't nothing, you don't nothing like else. who's looking at yeah. you sleep it's not creepy it's not a love language <laughs> <laughs> I think we will just yeah. quickly uh, go on to the last question. Uh, I think Harsh already mentioned it, but uh, what is one hack that you might have? Uh, it might be borrowed from uh, dramas, movies, pop culture, or your own way of you know solving a difficult situation in your uh, relationship, or like you know lightening up the mood. What is your hack for making it work or keeping it going? Hugging, hugging person. So, Whenever it's tough, I just go and hug and. Backhands work best for me as well. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> nice. So communication for me. Communication. If there is, I mean, I we take a break and more than talking, it's WhatsApp that works actually. <laughs> Because you don't want to talk, you just want to write down whatever is on your mind. It's easier to express, right? Without, uh, without the tone of your voice coming through. So. <laughs> I think that yeah. that would be my hack. Messages don't have the sound option, right? So it it can work exactly. both ways. Exactly. So like I, I have I a write it in detail before yeah. getting cut off, right? When you are in an argument, yeah. you tend to cut each other off. So rather than that, you write whatever's on your mind and then read and yeah. you're like okay, yeah. sitting back and <laughs> yeah. Minel, what is your uh, take on it? Uh, Sibyl, I am talking. Uh, I have to talk uh, to uh, my uh, partner. If I don't, then there's there's something. wrong and it eats me up uh, so for me i think for both of us it's talking like if i'm angry and i give him the silent treatment he's totally restless he cannot deal with it either so it has to be that we have to talk to each other whatever it is so that's it and also cooking uh, if i'm really upset even though i'm very upset and angry and we've had a fight i will cook uh, his favorite thing and i think that helps calm it down <laughs> nice nice 
Ashi. That's like bribing. <laughs> I know. Emotional <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Ashi. Yeah. So for me, it's really weird. Uh, it's again. Uh, it's related to me getting hangry. So whenever I'm pissed at something or someone, I go tend to go eat a small chocolate or if even if there's no chocolate, I put a spoon of spoonful of sugar into my mouth and then I spend five ten minutes and then I think about the entire situation from the scratch. He who did what and was I wrong? Was this person wrong? What what where did it go wrong? And then I uh, go have that conversation. But before that, if I'm like really pissed, I really need to stop and eat something. And that's when everything falls into place. <laughs> I think for me, uh, it is like, so like with me and my partner, uh, we, we fight, fight totally aggressively when we are in the fight mode. And, and a lot of times egos overlap and also like long distance relationships are not really amazing. But yeah, uh, pandemic and everything. But uh, nowadays what we've started is we uh, take a, take time back and we stop communicating. So I go in my like, you know, I just become a shell. I don't talk for a bit. I let my emotions run dry. And then after say taking a day or maybe less than a day, then I'll probably communicate. Uh, also, another thing uh, is that uh, we always, uh, when whenever we communicate also, after the fight, we try to go back to our objective that we are a team. So, for our team, if a lot of times arguments happen over silly things, like it's not necessary for you to fight, but you fight, right? So, we go back to, you know, why we actually did this, or why I spoke that, why he spoke uh, about it that way. And then, yeah, we try to detail it out and then you're like, okay, fine. We apologize also. Like we, I can uh, explain it well, but hugging does that same thing for me. What it does for Harshi by putting something sweet because sometimes I'm an overthinker. Sometimes you think too much and you're over bombarded with so many arguments. Again, and there are moments when you feel like utterly lost. You know, a hug really helps me ground it, and like that's like a truce because good mean, intentions are meant. But even if you know we are not agreeing right now, uh, we are in it together, sort of thing. So. It has worked for me, vice versa, in multiple very difficult situations out of it. I think uh, there is something about uh, touching in per, in intimate relationship. It's important. When I say touching, I mean just oh, yes, absolutely. Public, yeah, that's true. Uh, Human touch yeah, does wonders. Yeah. And exactly. you know, Poonam, you brought this up as again, I felt this as growing up, okay? We were not taught that hugging is okay. Even me and my sister, we are not like, you know, we'll hug each other at the first instance. It's taken us so much, so many more years. And even with the guys, we've so close. I have these three close friends. We're very, very close. Throughout college, never hugged each other. After we went out, grew, and then we met. Now we are so comfortable with each other because we are not taught physical comfort as well. And exactly. because we're just not taught these things. And I think hug makes a big difference. Yeah, I agree yeah, with yeah. Uh, Poonam. I, I also learned kinship after K-drama. Uh, so initially <laughs> I used to, uh, you know, fish for words like, oh, physical intimacy, public display of affection, PDA. <laughs> yeah. But now everything is put together in one word, skinship. Skinship. Exactly. <laughs> and PDA has a very negative tone to it because Correct. of the way yeah, it yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skinship Correct. has Correct. a cute tone to it. Correct. Yeah. Thank you, Sangeeta, for saying that. PDA has such a negative tone. Such a negative tone. Uh, yeah, I agree. And skinship. Kinship, you know, I was like such a simple word, uh, and they just it covers it all. It's so very easy to say. No, absolutely. <laughs> also, absolutely. I think this is again a flaw of like being I don't know Asian cultures or probably Indian cultures. We are 
physic anything physical is always taboo like we are correct. we are never taught true. about even in kdramas they show it like that yeah. right like yeah. like say park minyang in the secretary came we were discussing exactly. just a few days correct. ago correct yeah. correct why yeah. does she freak out like that she's in her 30s so yeah. what yeah. is the big deal about talking about physical intimacy oh my god right? it was so hilarious the way uh, yeah. one yeah. <laughs> I think one interesting uh, thing or the irony of K drama uh, where we you know crave for that slow burn kind of romance even the skinship is like so much slow burn like yes. you have to wait in the 11th episode <laughs> yeah. till they yeah. hold the hand it's and they brush their I don't know if you guys have, I, I think uh, you might have got something in the rain the moment he holds her hand beneath the table I was like yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> that was so heart fluttering I think <laughs> I will like jung him don't totally I totally loud <laughs> no, no. but but the way they show it is very pretty right like very they, pretty they, and 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 and, and the, the beauty of it that she holds for his hand the yeah, girl holds exactly. uh, she's the one like, who offers uh, so sonia jin holds uh, you know she grasps his hand and then he uh, yeah. you know overturns there so beautiful scene like <laughs> Uh, I think we have discussed uh, a lot of things about relationships in this episode and I'm so glad that we could all come up with such diverse examples and uh, from personal experiences real life across different kinds of cinemas and you know K-dramas regional language cinemas everything and uh, me and Harshi were glad that you guys joined us on this episode and we finally could make this happen Uh, so yes. thank you the feeling is mutual thank you so much yeah, yeah. we are oh glad to yeah, be glad to it was more fun chatting between five girls and three girls so yeah. and, <laughs> and we really and across generations uh, so that yeah. is nice yeah true yeah. very true very true so we look forward to again you know collaborating uh, if sometime we can also we hope that our audience could relate to the kind of things that we mentioned in the episode and the aspects about healthy relationships and what works what not what doesn't work Uh, and if our audience want to you know talk about something that we missed out we hope that they can put it out on our social media pages uh, all our uh, social media channels are tagged in the master link in our podcast so please guys uh, do share your thoughts and your opinions and yes we can probably uh, wrap it up now so thank you guys for joining okay thank you for having thank us you. over we had a great time Yes. <laughs> Thank you Moon and Harshi for having us over. <laughs> Thank you girls. Thank you so much. Until next time. Thank you.